The views and opinions expressed on Wrestling Windown are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any other agency, organization, employer, or company. What's up, guys? It's Lo, and you are tuned in to Wrestling Windown, a female-founded and hosted podcast dedicated to professional wrestling and our favorite adult beverage. On this episode, I am so excited to be joined by a cosplayer. I've wanted to interview a cosplayer for so long, and I finally have the opportunity to Casey Liendo is a fairly new wrestling fan who has moonsaulted her way into the sports entertainment world with ease. She has cosplayed as some of our favorite superstars from today and yesterday, including The Undertaker, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, Elias, Ronda Rousey, Miss Elizabeth, and many more. We'll be chatting about how Casey got into professional wrestling, as well as the process behind cosplaying, including how long it takes to sew outfits, get the items together, and shoot photos and content for social media. So grab your glass of wine. We're going in for the three count. As I mentioned in my intro, I am joined by a super fan and an amazing cosplayer in the wrestling community, Casey Lando. How are you doing today? I am doing very well. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. I am so excited to have you here and dive into the world of cosplay. I actually found you on Instagram. I think I follow Nekamura, Nicole. Yes. And I think she reposted you and I was like, who is this? I've never seen her. She she cosplays and I went to your page and I was amazed with all the different looks that you have. Aww. But we'll get into that. When did you start watching wrestling? And, and that's so funny. Um, I actually have only been watching for about a year and a half, but going on two years. Yeah, I'm a uh-huh. very, very new green wrestling fan. So yeah. <laughs> what got you into it? Did you were you going through the TV one day? Did you have friends that watch it or family that watches it? Well, my husband watched when he was a kid and then he kind of dropped off, but I actually started watching wrestling because I started watching Netflix uh, series Glow. And I was like, I was obsessed with it. And I was like, I want to be a wrestler. And I started watching the documentary about Glow. And then it just kind of snowballed from there into a a whole obsession. (laughs) Did you start with WWE? Like, do you remember your first match that you watched? Um, the first match I watched, um, well, I, I read this comic book series called The the Comic History of, of Pro Wrestling, and it mentioned Randy Savage and Steamboat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, and it t- said it was the best match of all time. So I told my husband, my husband got all excited. And he's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> and so we went on the network and we found it. And that was probably the first match I watched like from start to finish. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Who are some of your favorite superstars to watch? Ooh, um, currently, John. John Morrison. <laughs> yeah, I know you can't see on about my shirt is yeah. Um, John Morrison is definitely my, my current favorite. I love Bianca Belair, Randy Savage. I love watching some of the older classic matches with Macho Man and uh, Roddy Piper. So I've been trying to bounce back and forth between uh, favorite wrestlers of the current and, and past. Do you enjoy watching the superstars of today more or the superstars from yesterday? I know a lot of fans prefer to go back and watch the old episodes of Nitro and the different WrestleManias, and they aren't too keen on today's programming. But what do you prefer? I mean, I think just being so new to wrestling, I kind of appreciate both both the old and the new. I can see... Um, see a longtime fan, you know, going through these storylines and maybe seeing some of these storylines kind of recycle or repeat, um, mm-hmm. kind of get tired of those. But for me, everything's brand new. So I'm like, right. that's awesome. That's awesome. So and <laughs> I, I really love uh, both. I'm, 
I prefer watching, you know, the current just because I'm trying to keep up with everything and, and all the Instagram pages I follow. So I try to just stay with the now so I don't get too behind because I'm already right. behind as it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I love all, all of it, uh, both old and new. So you recently rebranded your online presence under the name Over the Moon Saw. Can you tell me about how you came up with this name and the illustration that you're currently using for your brand? Yeah, um, the reason why I changed mainly was because um, previously my Instagram was a personal page. And so the, the handle was like my middle name and people really couldn't pronounce that before. So I was like, oh, okay, I need to figure out something different. Um, and so I wanted something that would kind of hint at what my content's been currently, which is wrestling and the idea of, okay, over the moon. I was like, well, I love the moon as a symbol in general, like the moon's always been kind of a, a symbol I've used in my life and then the moon salts an awesome move and so it just kind of like snowballed from there and it was an available ha handle so I'm like okay we're going with it and the illustration was a wrestling art page that I follow called Chung Chungle Chamango um, and she creates wrestling art and I just love her how cute it is and she makes a lot of like AEW wrestling art and like some uh -huh. of the independents um, so I reached out to her and she was so nice and worked with me and I, I sketched up a really, really, really simple logo. And I was like, do you think you could make something out of this? And she took it and ran with it. And I'm very, very happy with, with the results. And it, it's just nice to have a new handle and, and kind of just show people like, hey, this is what my stuff is now. I know that you actually are a artist yourself. And I saw that you've recreated portraits of Randy Savage, Jake the Snake Roberts, and more. When did that interest start? Had that started in the past year, year and a half as well? Yeah, for sure. Um, I've always drawn um, and drawn pictures and created stuff just as a kid. Like I love to draw kind of my way of showing appreciation for something that I love or someone that I love. So when I started getting into wrestling, I was like, I, I want to draw some wrestlers. And so I drew, I think one of the first ones was like Macho Man. Mm -hmm. And I drew it and I made a TikTok and that kind of created some interest. And people were like, hey, can you draw, you know, this wrestler, this wrestler? And so I actually started doing it for TikTok. And then it kind of transferred over into an Instagram page. Um, but yeah, I, I really love drawing wrestlers. And it was nice to be able to draw again. Mm -hmm. um, and, and kind of show my passion and appreciation for a lot of these wrestlers, both old and new. Let's get into your cosplaying. What made you want to start cosplaying? And can you explain for people that don't know what exactly it is? Yeah, cosplaying is basically when you... Um, dress as a character um it's usually a movie character or an anime character um and i had always kind of cosplayed since about 2014 i would go to like comic cons and i would pick like a disney princess or whatever and it's just fun to dress up i mean it's an excuse to basically dress up right um, and show appreciation for a character and so i would do characters that I grew up with, obviously, we all have seen a Disney movie. And so I would do those. And it's just a lot of fun. When I started getting into wrestling and seeing the gear, I mean, especially from the golden era, you see Macho Man come out with a full fringe, mm -hmm. and, you know, Ric Flair's beautiful robes, like, I was so inspired. And I was like, I would love to, to do something. Um, so I think one of the very first ones I made was Dusty Rhodes, like his po classic polka dots. Uh -huh. um, and I was like, I think I could do that. And so I, I bought some polka dots and, you know, it's the pandemic. I sat there, sewed, <laughs> and I made, yeah, exactly. And I made a TikTok and it just kind of like blew up. And I was like, oh man, I didn't realize that people would like recognize this or appreciate it. 
Um, and so then it kind of went to another one. I was like, well, well, let me see if I can make mankind's mask out of foam. And so I did that. And so it's just kind of gone from there. It's cool to see people recognize these wrestlers and just be appreciative of, hey, like, that's awesome. Like, I love The Undertaker and, and just kind of share their story. So it was fun I, to kind of bring in cosplay because I was already doing it. And then now with wrestling, it was just cool to pay homage to these wrestlers and, and have fans and, and the wrestling community kind of appreciate those cosplays. You've mentioned TikTok a couple of times now. You mentioned it with your illustrations. You mentioned it with your cosplaying. Are, is there a large wrestling presence on TikTok? Yes, there is. There's actually a huge wrestling community on there um, to where they not only show clips or like talk about wrestling, um, they actually have like a whole promo uh, community where they just cut promos. And, okay, and, I yeah, didn't know this. <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy. And I have a larger following on TikTok than I do on both my Instagram pages, which is wild to me um, because there's such a large community. I think a lot of it mm -hmm. is the younger community. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, it's a, a, the younger wrestling community, but um, it's a lot of fun to interact with them as well um, because I will still get those that, remember the attitude era and the golden era right. so my my tiktok is kind of a mixture of drawings and my wrestling cosplays and i kind of cut little tiktoks with that but yeah it, there's a huge wrestling community on there and that's really wild. interesting yeah. yeah i've seen a couple people do like tiktoks here and there but i thought ww going you search up like wwe on tiktok it's all wwe stuff right i gotta scroll a little bit more i'm missing out yeah there's a lot of fun people on there and they've actually helped me elevate me a lot too um there's a, a couple of particular tiktokers that are really big on on wrestling tiktok um in terms mm -hmm. of the community and they kind of would promote my page and that kind of helped a lot too. Yeah, that's great. Gaining a following, yeah. You've had the opportunity to cosplay as so many figures from today's superstars to yesterday's superstars, including recently you had Elias, who he recognized you, which was awesome. You did The Fiend um, earlier this month, as well as you've done Miss Elizabeth, The Undertaker, Dusty Rhodes. Can you take me through a typical process of you figuring out which superstar that you want to cosplay, getting their outfit together, and then having like a whole shoot to incorporate content onto whether it's your TikTok or your Instagram. Yeah, uh, so I mainly, what I'll do is it, it usually comes down to me finding a picture. Like I follow a lot of Instagram pages that share a lot of really awesome photos. Um, so I'll either see a wrestler and I'm like, oh, that gear is awesome. I think I could find it. Or I do a lot of secondhand um, shopping like on Poshmark or I'll just go to the thrift store. And if I find something and it instantly, I'm like, oh, that reminds me of this wrestler, this wrestler. Um, I kind of build off from there. Sometimes I just like to, to build just to create things. Like the Fiend one, I just wanted to see if I could make the mask. I was like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna pay $200 for the real one. I was like, right. let's just see if I can make it out of paper. And it, it came out okay. So sometimes it's just because I feel crafty and I wanna try to attempt something. Um, mm -hmm. But some, most of the time it's because I, I find a picture and I'm like, I wanna recreate that. Um, so I'll do that. I'll go watch wrestling documentaries on the wrestler. I will look up promos or matches. Um, I'll try to figure out what the most recognizable gear is, and then I'll go from there and try to uh, piece it together, see if I can find some of the pieces at the thrift store or on Poshmark. And it, 
it's a slow build. Sometimes they're really easy to put together. Like uh, the Elias one was super easy. I found the scarf at the thrift store and then everything else just kind of pieced together <laughs> easily. I mean, his was super simple. Where the Fiend one, I, my main goal was making the mask. And then once I had the mask, I was like, okay, I can piece the rest of it together pretty simply. Mm -hmm. Um, so it just depends on the wrestler. Some of them are very easy and some of them are a little more tricky. It just depends on how I feel. <laughs> Can you take me through the process of you designing that fiend mask? Like, it looks very good. I, I looked at it and I was like, whoa, how long did that take you to do? That one actually didn't take me that long. I sat and watched, um, yeah, it was three days worth, two days to make the actual mask out of the uh -huh. paper and the, and the flower and water. And then I sat through SmackDown and just painted the, the face and then it was done. Uh -huh. um, it, if you look up close, it's not that great, um, but it took really, <laughs> really great pictures. So I'm like, you know, it's yeah. a good job. Yeah. Seeing that we have been in a pandemic, you haven't had the opportunity to dress up in cosplay at Comic-Cons or a wrestling show or anything like that, right? No, I haven't. Oh, no. To, I've never been to a live show. I know. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> but, you know, honestly... Wrestling came at the perfect time for me during the pandemic because mentally I was all over the place, a lot of stress work-wise and just all, you know, family, mentally, mm -hmm. I was not in a good spot. And so wrestling gave me something to focus on. And now that things are starting to get a little bit better, it's giving me things to look forward to. So right. I feel like wrestling came at the perfect time because it's just a constant positive for me. So I'm looking forward to my first match. I'm looking forward to wearing cosplays at a wrestling match and, and seeing if people recognize them it'll just be fun you know I'm so excited for that what cosplay that you've created has taken the longest to gather it to come up with your idea do you have like a top one that you can think of uh, one that took the longest was the Jake the snake one and it's mm. crazy because I had all the other pieces I was able to find the snake and the, the shoes but the leggings themselves I wanted to make the cobra so I sat there and hand stitched a cobra and cut out the pattern myself, like made the pattern myself. And that one took me probably over a month just because I had to wow. sit there and hand stitch it. And sometimes mm -hmm. it would come out really wrinkly. So I'd have to cut the stitches off and redo them. So that one actually took me the longest time, even though it was literally just one piece. Like it, it was just the leggings that I had to focus on. So yeah, that one was a tough one. <laughs> Would you say that has been your favorite cosplay or do you have another one that you would say is your all-time favorite one? All-time favorite. I definitely like doing Bruiser Brody just because even as simple as it was, it was just fun to be in that like animalistic mind mindset when taking the pictures. Mm -hmm. um, so that one was a lot of fun. The Cactus Jack was probably one yeah. of my favorites just because Mick Foley actually shared it. Um, oh, that's and awesome. I got to play with, yeah, I got to play with the fake blood. So that one was a lot of fun. I think Cactus Jack was probably my favorite one so far. Do you have anything in the works? Any other cosplays that you plan on doing in the next couple months that you could share? Yes. Um, I've been needing to do MJF. I want to try to do Oh, yes. That would yeah. be good. <laughs> I bought his scarf already. I just need to like work with my hair and all that stuff. So I'm <laughs> going to be doing MJF soon. Uh, Bailey. I haven't oh, done yeah. a lot of female wrestlers, so she'll be one of, probably one of his first ones, really, that I've done. Mm -hmm. um, so, Bailey, I found a leotard with flames, so I'm going to try to put together a Bam Bam Bigelow. We'll see if that comes out. Uh, don't hold me to that. And then um, uh, The Rock. I'm going to try to do that oh. one. <laughs> that would um, be good. Yeah, so I have a few in the works that I, I'm putting together slowly. 
like you inspire me because I like I could not do this. <laughs> and I know like people like Brittany Sacco, who I've had on the show before. She's very much into cosplay. She's done like Mickey James. She's done the Bella Twins. Like it takes a lot of work and to just sit there and watch people's matches and watch these documentaries and understand their mannerisms. And then you go and you make the costumes, whether you're sewing them, you're just putting them together piecewise. It's a lot of work. Yeah, I commend you. <laughs> Thank you. And it's so much fun. You know, it's just, like you said, it is just a way to pay homage or tribute to these people because it's different than cosplaying a, a, an anime character or a Disney character mm-hmm. because these are real people. And, right. and there's such a huge wrestling community and, and these fans that are young and older. Like, you want to make sure that when you cosplay somebody, you're, you're doing them justice. Um, so that, I take very, very careful care when I'm putting these together just because I want to make sure I pay tribute to them in the best way I possibly can. So it's, but it's just fun. It's a lot of fun to do. Right. I can't wait until you finally go to a live show so you can experience all of that. And, you know, they have access. Hopefully they bring it back once it's safe with like SummerSlam and WrestleMania. And that's really where everyone comes out in cosplay. So I think you would have a great time if everything Mm -hmm. opens back up. That's what I'm looking forward to. I know next WrestleMania is in Dallas. I'm from Texas, so I'm like, okay. my and I, yeah, my husband and I are already like making plans. I'm like, it's gonna <laughs> happen. And I'm already thinking of, okay, what can I make or wear? <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> about that. So yes, WrestleMania, I'll be there. I'm planning on going too, so I will see you there. <laughs> Yay. It has been so awesome chatting with you, Casey, learning about how you got into wrestling as well as your cosplaying. Where can the people find you on social media and keep up with all of your endeavors? You can follow me on Over the Moonsault. That's my cosplay and uh, wrestling content page. And then I have my art page, which is Burning Old Diaries. um, That has all my wrestling art. And that's also the name of my TikTok, which is Burning Old Diaries as well. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Wrestling Wind Down. You can find all of our other episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and wherever else you listen to your podcast. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at WWDCAST. Our new website is also coming soon. Let us know what you thought about the episode. What was your favorite part? We upload episodes with brand new co-hosts every week. Until next time, enjoy your wine and, of course, enjoy your wrestling. Cheers! Cheers.